Super vegan, Brian. No buttercup. Nope. No buttercup for you. Oh, no buttercup for you. Hello, nurse. <laughs> and the curfew, smurf, curfew, cursey Smurf Erica. Hola. Hola. May amo cursey Smurf Erica. I mean, I'm curvy too, so I guess that like works. Michael, you are just wearing Spanish. You just said hola. My name is cursey Smurf Erica. You didn't say your name is. You said my name is because you said me am. You should have said te llamo. I'm not trying to be correct. Isn't it te llama? Um, yeah, it is te llama. I was wrong too. Okay, everybody, Everybody's we're talking wrong. about in, uh, Spanish in the 10th grade today on the podcast. No, we're not. Everybody... Oh, I got a funny story about that, though. The Spanish thing. Real quick. Okay, this one time I was trying to uh, talk to this lady uh, when I was working at Stater Brothers and she didn't speak any English. And I wanted to tell her that I liked black beans because she was buying black beans. But I didn't say me gusta. I said me amo. So I said me amo negros frijoles. I said my name is beans that are black. (laughs) (laughs) She laughed a lot. Hey, it was the effort. (laughs) The fact that you tried is 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 great and just wins you points within your indomitable spirit. That's great. But how many? I wonder. Like she probably went home and was like, "I met a guy whose name was Beans of Black today. He was such a nice white boy." Didn't she laugh at you? <laughs> oh, she laughed. Probably at him profusely. I mean, how dare him try and extend a cultural branch of understanding and mutual uh, friendship? So. So you didn't introduce Erica as our very special guest today. Is there any specific reason for that? Well, I think we've been sitting on this for a little bit, but uh, we can go ahead and say it now. We are officially naming the Cursey Smurf Erica as one of the nerdy hosts. Yay! Yay. She she is an official occasional co-host. Yeah. Because she will not always be able to be here because she has a vomiting, puking, snotting baby. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. She, she, oh, she has a hell spawn demon thing that just like. Hey. hey, until they're one. Venture Brothers cover this until they're one. They don't have a soul and they just poop and vomit. And then after they're one, they have a soul. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> You're like, nah, it has a soul. Yeah. <laughs> This is something that's particularly uh, of importance to me and to Brian, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure everybody's heard that Chester Bennington took his own life. For those of you that don't know, he was one of the singers of Linkin Park. He was a great talent. I loved his voice. I think he did a lot of creative things. But suicide is a serious issue. Um, A lot of people think that they don't have anywhere to reach out. And it particularly touches Brian and myself for, for personal reasons. I just wanted to let everybody that does listen know that you are not alone. There's always, always options. Give out the suicide hotline number. Um, it's 1-800-273-8255. So I know it's a pretty somber note to start the show on, but it it's something that affects so many people. Almost everybody knows somebody that has decided to take their own life. So that's it. Justin Bennington, his death, 
and the circumstances of it, it, it's tragic. It's sad. He was somebody that was very influential in multiple areas of entertainment and media. He he did a lot of things outside of music. His him passing it, the, it's kind of a wake up call that this is still an issue within not just our country but the world. And like Erica said, you're not alone. You're you're never alone. If you feel have these feelings or you feel completely alone and you have, and that's the only way to fix things, just know to call that number and reach out somebody will be there for you it hit me really hard because i was i just saw him on the react channel on on fine brothers entertainment's youtube channel and you it really goes to show that you never know what's going on in someone's private life because i never would have thought well a lot of people assume that if you're like rich and successful you know that you don't you don't have the same demons that everybody else does and that's just that's just not true suicide it's a mental health issue it's one of those things where people are either ashamed because you know there's such a stigma to it if you admit that you're having these sort of thoughts that you are not strong you're weak and you're pathetic and and that's just not true mental health is something that everybody can relate to whether or not you have issues or not everybody's had doubts and problems and struggles it's one of those things where you're not alone. You're really not. Everybody's had a problem and it's if, just finding that help. I'm going to link to this in the show notes because I don't know the exact link right now. Um, but the the podcast Dead Things did a great episode on suicide and like if you know somebody who shares thoughts of suicide with you, what you can do to help them. I'll, I'll try to find that and I'll link to it in the show notes um, when I post this. You know, it's very sad. Uh, our, our thoughts go out to his kids and his the rest of his family. We, this is a, kind of a, a fun, upbeat podcast. And, and yeah. like I said, th- this was a very somber note to start on. Today, we're talking about Firefly, the all-encompassing, all thing that I and I know at least Eric also obsess about. This is a show you you obsess about it. I'm, I'm saying you do. You have to now. Brian and Anthony, they're fans. <laughs> they, they coast in on this, which is cool. It's great. They like it. But this just brown coats forever this is us but first what do we do brian but first we're going to play everybody's favorite game what's nerdy with you where all of the four hosts share the nerdiest thing they did that week and then at the end we all vote for who had the nerdiest thing now since you are an official occasional co-host erica you are not required to go first Ooh. I was going to ask, who's going first now that she's not a guest? Um, first person in the outline scheduled to go first is Anthony. So last weekend, I did a thing, a pretty cool thing, a super nerdy thing. I think you guys all know what it is. I went to my first ever 40K tournament. That's that's my that's my audience participation sounds. Yeah, that's going to work in audio. <laughs> yep, it will. Make it work, Brian. Make it work. I was going to say, Brian, you do know your, what to do. Do your go magic. Find that, go find that generic audience noise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did a 40K tournament. That's what I did. Got to set, I think that's pretty exciting. exciting. So, did you win? Oh, no, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Silly question. I got, I got what's known as the Grot Award, which is awarded to people who come in dead last. And make it. <laughs> And they get gift cards for coming in last, which actually the gift card I got was close to the same amount as the guy who got first place. Wow. Or, or yeah, well, it was like or, or one of the top three players. Basically, I, I got $40 for coming in dead last. 
Nice. Now, is it a gift card to the shop? Or Obviously, yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, so I, I bought the girlfriend model with it. Oh, she drove. She drove us there, so I was like, "You deserve something." We were really disappointed you couldn't be here last week because when we had Mike Myler on, he shared that he wrote stuff in the Nurgle book for the for the RPG. So sad. I would have would have loved asking him questions and been like, "Can I give you a hug?" <laughs> <laughs> we're having him back in a few. So yeah. yeah, it sounds like ooh, he came and did last. He did really bad, actually. Oh. Each of the three games were fairly close, and I could have won each and every single one of them had I, like, not made certain tactical mistakes I made, done things differently. So it's one of those things where it's like, I lost, but the games were actually a lot closer than it sounds, especially with the way tournaments are organized. I'm not going to get into ins and outs of how tournaments are organized. Just that everything was very close. I could have won a lot of those games, but shit happens. I learned things. Well, really I think funny. it's really neat that you like took your passion and went to that level of like a tournament. So I think that's awesome, Anthony. I think the biggest I th- thing I learned is this. I came in with like a relatively decent balanced list and I learned that's not how you win tournaments. You don't bring balanced lists. You take the things that are overly broken and you go spam the fuck out of that broken piece of shit. <laughs> that's what people do they go that is really broken and game breaking i want to bring 20 of them wasn't there a guy there who had like four knights there was a guy who had three knights and that was not even the closest to the most broken thing there well, who had the most broken a friend of mine he's a friend now i was talking to him he brought a list of like demon princes and plague bearers and what makes plague bearers really crazy is that they get they're really hard to kill and he basically had like over he had well over over a hundred, probably close to two hundred of them. Wow! Holy shit! That's not even close to how broken some shit can get. I, I've been like looking at the tournament meta and what people are bringing, and there's some really ridiculous broken shit going on. <laughs> like there's oh, a yeah. unit called the Razor Wing Flocks for Eldar. They only cost seven points each. Mind you, tournaments are two thousand point games. These are mm-hmm. seven points each. They come with four wounds. They fly, they move really fast, and people bring like literally a hundred of them because they're only seven points each. So it's like a hundred of these things with four wounds each. And it's like, I hope you can deal 400 wounds in a game. It's like flying monkeys. Oh, it's terrible. It's so terrible. That's fucking terrifying. Oh, and they do two and they do eight attacks each. So it's like, I hope you can weather 800 hits. Holy shit. That's how you win tournaments. You take something that is just game breaking and stupid and go use a lot of it. That's why I lost mostly. Well, yeah. I went up against other people who also brought balance lists. So my game that's why my games I think were a lot closer than they could have been. There are other there are other lists there that I had had I gone up against them, I think I would have been just like annihilated. Well, I'm glad you had fun though. And you'll oh, learn stuff. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad it was fun. And you said, like you said, you're, you're going to do more tournaments, and that makes me happy because uh, you you seem so happy in those photos. So, yeah, that's going to be my next my next strategy: mass spam poxwalkers, or well, for you people out there that don't know what a poxwalker is, mass spam zombies, lots and lots of zombies. Did you see that guy that made poxwalker Rick and Morty's? Yes! Oh my god, they look so cool. They were awesome. The nerdiest thing I did last week was be on the podcast by myself with a guest. 
Wait, did you just use the podcast as your nerdy thing? I sure did. I didn't. Not even working <laughs> on the podcast. Being on the podcast. Yeah, well, he did yeah. do it by himself. So, I mean. You know, I listened to that episode. He did awesome. I haven't got a chance yet. I've been slammed at work. It was really fun. It was actually one host and a guest is tight. It was easier. I had yeah. control over everything. But no, that's actually really good. Uh, I really enjoyed that episode. He's actually a really cool dude. I uh, I look forward to him coming back and actually getting to talk to him. We're going to talk to him about mythology. I'm so excited about that. Yay! All right, We're Michael, what's nerdy with you this week? So, last week, I, I can't remember what day now, but last week, my wife comes to me and says, Hey, I'm getting these dressers off of Facebook from this lady. I need you to take your car and go get them. I was like, okay. And I kind of gave her crap about it. I was like, I don't want to do that. You made the deal. I don't like going. I mean, could you come with me? And it was last Sunday. Get to the fucking point. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) And so I'm like, fine, I'll go. And so I go to this place and I'm talking to the lady and I'm looking at the dressers. I think it's great. Her husband comes out. And he's talking to me and everything. And I look over and I notice he has an R2, a really cool R2-D2 shirt on. I was like, hey, I like your Star Wars shirt. That's great. He goes, are you a fan? I'm like, yeah, I'm a big fan. I was like, I also saw your clone trooper helmet sticker on your car. He goes, come here. I was like, oh, great. This is where I get murdered. He takes me over to this corner of his garage and he opens up this giant plastic case and, and he pulls out. A sand trooper uniform. Like a legit original? No, like it, it's a, 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 a 501st uh, okayed cosplay sand trooper uniform. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. He goes, I know, right? And we started talking about how I got my daughter Alana uh, a Ray costume and how I wanted to make her the Ray staff. And he showed me the one he made for his daughter. And how it was proportioned for her. And then he's like, if you want to make it this tall here and here, he goes, I'll send you specs later. I was like, great. Well, then I look up and I notice that he has plaques up there. He's an official 501st Legion member for the Star Wars Stormtrooper Legions that cosplay. And I was like, that's really great to what my nerdy thing is. Well, this is all kind of my nerdy thing. But the big one is he let me put on his Stormtrooper helmet and hold his blaster. Wow. Yes, I did. I haven't seen this. I that and that brings me to think I know I was saving it so hard. I was like, I'm saving this. I have a picture of me holding the blaster in his helmet, who I am the only other person besides his wife. He has let wear his helmet. Wow. It's pretty awesome. And I have a picture. It will be I have it scheduled to to pop up on our page on Wednesday. So cool. There will be proof. (laughs) And Wednesday is today. If you're listening to this on the day it came out. Listen to yeah. future people. It comes out today. <laughs> today. <laughs> All right. So, so I guess that makes it my turn, right? Yes. Oh, one other thing. Oh. He gave me a coin God and two, a, <laughs> and two stormtrooper playing cards with it a little bit for his for his cosplay. For so it has a stormtrooper on the front and on the back it has his information. So it's really cool. Okay, Erica, what's nerdy with you? Er, er, no, no, hold on. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Erica, what's nerdy <laughs> with you? <laughs> All right, so I'll keep mine uh, concise due to time restrictions. I finally got something that I have wanted probably for 10 years or more. I got a professional camera, a intro level professional camera, whatever. Brian knows what I'm talking about. Nice. So, yeah, I've been wanting to, you know, just kind of goof around and take pictures. Brian says I have a good 
photography eye or whatever. So you have an eye for the camera. Yeah. I guess. Did you get the Nikon 3400? Yeah, in red. I'm very excited about Ooh, it. Ooh, flashy. Does that make you take the pictures faster? No, it makes it so I don't lose it. It actually <laughs> does make you take the pictures faster. It has a it has a pretty fast shutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And Brian got me a book on photography for my birthday. Uh, I didn't, I got the book before I got the camera. So I was like, is he trying to like tell me how to take pictures on my phone? Like, I don't, I don't know what this is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now You're Rusty, really actually, judged. Rusty actually called me on the phone that morning and was like, dude, she got the book first. You're giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, told me you wanted to get a camera already so I, I didn't feel like I was giving anything away because you said it was something you wanted to get into so I thought it was yeah. safe to send you the book I, but I didn't expect it to show up in the morning either <laughs> well we're really close to an Amazon warehouse so like it'll say like it'll take two days or three days we get it like the next day like almost always and yes, I got the camera because of my husband, because I never spend money on myself. I really, really don't. I always spend money um, either paying off bills or something he wants. Like I got him a PS4 for his birthday. I will spend money on him and the girls, but I never like spend large amounts of money on myself. So he put together this gift certificate and it actually it's like says Faulkner's fine goods like he created his own gift certificate <laughs> and then on the back of uh, it it says must be used for camera and accessories you cannot like pay off bills so yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> that's neat. cool well you said you you buy stuff for like other people or you pay off things and everything when your daughter says she hasn't done something nerdy or wants to try something nerdy you like go right out and do it because I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about when you were she was like magic we're gonna learn you're gonna learn how to play magic and buy and went and bought decks exactly so that's great. So I, I think it's time to vote, everybody. And we'll keep with the order. Anthony, who do you vote for? I am going to actually vote for Brian because I feel bad that we left him alone. Give him a pity vote. And I think it's pretty nerdy that he did it. Nah, yeah, it is pretty nerdy. My votes get to go however I want them to go, pity or not. I am going to vote for I, I was going to vote for Anthony this whole time. And then Michael shared that he got to wear the helmet and meet that guy. And yeah, if my criteria cool. is nerdiest thing. I have to vote for Michael. I got to vote. I was like yeah. shut out the last couple times. Yeah. After 50, 55 episodes, the first time I've ever voted for Michael. Don't check. <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> let's not check. We're just going to say it's the first time. I vote for Anthony because the that tournament sounded so awesome. And his, his army's cool. I liked it. And uh, Erica, who do you vote for? I am a little torn because... I think Brian continuing the podcast despite nobody else being able to be with him is super awesome and very nerdy. But nice. Anthony also took his like passion to the next level, which I also think is awesome. But in the end, I'm going to have to go with the passion of Brian for continuing this commitment, even when nobody else could. Did I actually win? You did. You did. Wow. Congratulations, Brian. That's really good. How the hell did I lose? Seriously. <laughs> How the hell did I lose? That's nah, okay. Just a game. Yeah, twice. Well, none of us are really a loser this time because we're talking about something nerdy that we all love. That's right, Brian. We're talking about you can't take Sky from me. Firefly. 
that was a hilarious little singing thing. Like you didn't even get it far enough in with it. Flash, flash forward to next week. For my nerdy thing this week, I sung the theme song badly in my intro on the podcast last week. <laughs> I'm not that sad, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're gonna you're gonna buy a hat. <laughs> next week, I actually come on. I didn't buy a hat. I got a shirt. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, we are talking about the the one of the greatest sci-fi things and Western things of all time. It is golden. There's nothing infallible about it. Firefly. Infallible so, or fallible? Infallible. In the in the outline, I have just a few suggestions for things to talk about, but I I wanted to bring one up real quick, and I'll right. and I'll go through the round robin on this one. Um, Hold on, Bri. Hold that thought just for a second. Mike, you said there's nothing infallible about it. Did you? I am not talking about it. Like that's a double negative. All right, Erica, you brought up the correction. So what do you say to Michael? Shut the fuck up, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Feels different when she does it. (laughs) Well, yeah. I'll, I'll share with the listeners. We had an edit a few episodes ago. We had Erica on, and I said, "What do you say to Michael?" And Erica goes, "Fuck you, Michael." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> when she said fuck you and not shut the fuck up i was like wow i think she means it <laughs> i did not mean it <laughs> like damn i pissed her off <laughs> oh no when i get when i get like actually angry i get real quiet like that's how you know you've pissed me off erica you haven't said anything in the last 20 minutes of the podcast are you okay oh, no my infallible topic suggestion is how did we all first encounter the show? So, as we all know, Firefly is a Western sci-fi masterpiece by Joss Whedon. Came out when? Early uh, 2000s. Yeah, after Buffy ended, yeah, right? Yeah, it was, no. It was no, before. Buffy was finishing up. Well, it was finishing up, but yeah. It was in the last, se- in the last season or the second to last season? 2002. Yeah, okay. 2002. How did we all first encounter Firefly? I'm going to go first with this one. I was watching Angel, and a commercial came on for Firefly. I was watching Angel on CW, and a Fox commercial came on, and I thought that was weird. And it's all from the creator Buffy, Western Space. And I went, that sounds stupid. I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) Yep, that was my first encounter. Now, actually watching the show, I saw the Serenity movie in the theater, And went, this is pretty good, and found the show and watched it. So So you did it backwards. I did it backwards. And I kind of thought that maybe the marketing sucked, and that's the reason why I didn't watch it, because that's, I I know a lot of other people who didn't watch it because, or even hear of it because of that. So, Anthony, how did you first encounter Firefly? Anthony's not here right now. Please leave a message. He'll be back. Did Anthony go AFK? Oh, he did. I didn't. I wasn't looking at the chat. (laughs) (laughs) um erica um okay so kind of similar bry i remember seeing um a little bit of advertising about the time you did i don't know if it's when like we were watching buffy or what i did the same thing like i don't like westerns i don't like cowboys i don't like westerns Um, why am i friends with you people shut up god so (laughs) anyway said it wrong again Shut the fuck up, Michael. How many times do we have to say shut the fuck up? 
Well, I'm hosting. That's so going to have to be the topic one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I've never been a fan of Westerns or Cowboys or anything. Very few exceptions, um, such as like uh, Cowboy Bebop and um, like uh, Tombstones and stuff like that. And Michael, seriously. <laughs> so anyways, later my friend Elijah said, hey, have you ever watched Firefly? And I said, no, it looked retarded. And he goes, it's not. You should watch it. And I was like, whatever. I've got nothing better to do. So I started watching it and I was hooked after the first episode. It was absolutely amazing. It was really good. Um, When I was watching it, because I watched it on Netflix, um, it seemed like there was like shit missing. And I was like, what what the fuck is like it like jumps around. Uh, And then I found out, I guess they cut out episodes and then they just ended the series and like it was all not very cool. And then later I watched the movie. All right, Michael, you're up. I don't want to know. Aw, why? You guys don't like westerns. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Michael. Tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, okay. So, I mean, I, I'm somewhat younger than than you guys. So, I was actually found it by accident. I, I like I watched Buffy, but I never saw the commercials for it. I was actually on Fox and the day it premiered and they're like, you know, Fox's new show. And, and it was there and it was the first episode that they ran, which was the train job, which is actually episode two. And when you run it in order and I was like, Oh wow, this is great. I was like, this is cool. The, sh- the ship was great. I thought it was funny. Some of the jokes went over my head. I was, I, I was 2002. I was just graduating eighth grade. So I was so some of the jokes went over my head. But at the same time, I was like, this show is great. This is going to go forever. Eighth grade. God, Brian, we're old. Existential (laughs) crisis in the making. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I'm Uh, older than Erica. Yeah, well, not by a lot. Yeah, I was 13 at the time. Wow. I was like, at least I was an adult when it came out. She's like, I was an adult. 97. How old were you guys? What Eight. came out in 97? Buffy. Oh, oh. 97, I was nine. Jesus Christ. Four- I was 14. eight. Uh, 14 yes. or 15. I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning at nine. Yeah, I was eight. And that's when yeah. I started watching it, too, because my dad, uh, it was actually kind of like a family thing. We watched it as a, as a, I would watch it with my dad. Okay, so when I was six, my dad let me watch the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. And then they're like, it's a show. And they're like, this is a show and everything. And I was like, Oh, cool. And I was like, this isn't like the movie. So, Anthony, what was your first encounter with Firefly? Years later, like way after it was canceled. And it was because Michael watched it and he was like, this show's great, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then I watched like the first episode. And then I think I pretty much binged the entire season like that week. And I was like, so when's the second season? Michael's like, Michael just like I could see he was about to cry. I was like, oh, like I got so quiet. (laughs) I was like, oh. Okay, show me on the doll where the bad people touched you. <laughs> well, I held up a doll of Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> that was my first experience watching it way. I, I, I was one of those like didn't watch it originally and then came afterwards. So I was one of the, I'm one of those like bandwagon fans that is probably responsible for the death of the show. None of us are as big of fanboy as Michael. We can yeah. make that pretty clear. Michael. <laughs> yes. Why? Why are you so intense? Why are you brown coat till I die? Because he was in eighth grade when it happened. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, anything when you're 13 or 14 that you get into, that's what you're into forever. Well, no, because like, I mean, then, then you can make the rose colored glasses argument, but I watch it regularly. Like I will go back and binge it and it's still good. I still enjoy it. I still like it. It doesn't like I never I don't look and be like, man, that didn't hold up. Or I don't look at it and go like, <laughs> man, how did I like this? I look and be like, still gold, still good. Yeah, I have to say every time I watch it, I write fan fiction in my head for early. You too? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like, dude, that character would have been great if he just kept coming back. I think if the show kept going, Early would have ended up being a crew member. Maybe. Ooh. I could see that. Yeah. Ooh. He'd be like Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, in, in the comic Leaves on the Wind that takes place just after the movie, he shows up again. Yeah, so does um, that dude from the first episode, the, the Marshal. Yeah, he comes back. They because they're like the only people that almost bested the crew. So uh, let's talk about are we going to do favorite episodes or favorite characters first? Oh, one other thing on why I'm fanatic is because it re- combines two of my favorite things, science fiction and Westerns. Yeah, we, we've covered that you love Westerns. It's yeah, very we'll do strange. An ep- we'll do an episode on, on an episode on Westerns one of these yeah. days. The name of the episode will be called Shut the Fuck Up, Michael. <laughs> no, no, I think the name of the episode should be. This podcast ain't big enough for the four of us. <laughs> uh, and it's just me sitting there rambling about Westerns and Brian, like having the recording going, but he's like got ear mu- earplugs in so he doesn't have to listen. No, I just put the recording going and walk away from the computer. <laughs> I'm back in an hour. You done? No, no. So, I won't get the movies in the 70s. You know, we joke, but you know what movie I watched yesterday? What? Hmm. Young Bloods. Young Guns, you mean? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I like that. That's actually a really good one. I love. I, ha- I haven't seen that one. And actually, it was Young Guns too. You know what? They're both really good. They both have very nice standalone stories. Because Young Guns, both movies are about Billy the Kid. They're also about movies that are they're they're movies that are um, trying to make westerns accessible. Yeah, it was back when they were. It was kind of like a, a ditch effort to vital revitalize westerns. I like anything with the Brat Pack in it. Yeah. Yeah, it, they were so good. Okay, so back to Firefly. Are we going to do favorite character or favorite episode? Let's do character. character. Okay, so my favorite character is Book. He's a lot um, of people's favorite, actually. Yeah, my favorite character is Book. I read the graphic novel after and found out about his backstory and was just like, that's just awesome. You know, I read that and it made me not feel bad for him. Yeah, because he was a bit of a monster mm-hmm. and... That's why he ended up finding his faith. And yeah, yeah, I really like book. Book was awesome. He was full of surprises. I, I thought he was great. Yeah, he, yeah. W- he was. He, there was a lot of things like you, you thought he was one way and then he shifted a little bit. And you right. knew that there was like a like there was more to him. And you're like, I want to know what it is. They didn't get into it too much. But no, the graphic novel summed everything up. I won't, I'm not going to spoil that. No, because I, because I know a lot of people haven't seen it, and yeah. but yeah, it summed everything up. It was it was a nice like this is everything we were planning for the character. Yeah, it was really good, and the art was amazing too. I still have An- to read him. Anthony, you got a favorite character? You know, honestly, I probably like Mao, and here's my reason: not just because of him as a character, but because I really like the he broke the character himself broke a lot of um, 
all like what I feel is sometimes played out tropes in like sci-fi kind of stuff like and shows and movies and all that. Like I remember one of the things when, you know, he's fighting the I think the mercenary. What's her name? His his uh, his his first mate. Um, Zoe. Zoe comes up and she's like, oh, this is his battle. And he's like, no, no, please help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. When he's. Things like that, where he's he's this really cool guy, but and he's like he's the hero, he's the big bad hero, going to do all the good stuff. I've done this, I was in the war, but at the same time, he's still like a really just down to earth. Like, no, I'm still just a regular everyday normal guy. Um, Anthony, it's down to earth that was kind of guy. Oh my God, dude! Oh, shut the fuck up, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is gonna have the record. <laughs> <laughs> or or when um. Or when the I think it was probably like the first episode, he he was um caught this one guy and he was like, I'm really bad at this. I haven't seen the show in so long, but he caught the guy and he was like, oh, you're gonna let me go. Right. Because heroes don't don't, you know, just kill pe- don't kill unarmed people. And he's like, nope. And just throws him in the engine turbine. Yeah. And I was like. Whoa! Yeah, he's right. Heroes don't normally kill unarmed people, but you are not a normal hero, obviously. <laughs> what was the episode where Zo- there there was a flashback to the war, and Zoe was talking about you have to be quiet and finesseful and in order to survive, and Mal comes in screaming and shooting his gun. Oh, um, uh... I believe it was the episode called War Stories, and it was about. They find one of their old war buddies and it's the the scene where she's talking about like he almost gets killed by a a purple belly or an alliance soldier. And she's like, you know, you got to be quiet. You know, don't let them know where you are. You'll you'll be good. And then that's when Malcolm's charging in screaming, like screaming. He's right here and for him to come get him. She's like, well, there are two schools of thought on it. Now, to go along with the theme with making Michael go last because it's killing him to talk about Firefly. Erica, who's your favorite character? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite character is Kaylee. She's just different, and I love it. It's a different type of female persona. Um, And and I probably have a different view of the situation being a female. But females are always, you know, either like the sexy siren, or they're like, you know, Zoe, where they're like warriors. She's like this in-between. She's like the person that fixes things, but you know, she doesn't have a lot of confidence in herself and she, she's trying to be not only herself, but like grow and, and find her like womanly self. And I, I, I just adore it. I just adore it. I think she's amazing. The, uh, they, they went, uh, they went off book with her character quite a bit. Like they, they made her perpetually horny, but not in a sexy way. They made her normal. Yeah, I she like such a normal. Time. She was such a believable character. Mm-hmm. That, that's they a- have <laughs> they have man whores here. How considerate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the like, I think my my favorite is the the one where she's like, well, aren't I pretty? And Wash is like, if I were not married, I would take you in a manly fashion. And I just I thought that was just just really summarize, you know, who who she is. That was one of my favorite lines from the thing because because she claps back with because I'm pretty because you're pretty you're exactly. Pretty. <laughs> so oh, and, and the first time they meet her is just her being drilled by some dude. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was oh funny. my gosh. Oh, I, I spotted the problem uh, over there when I was on my back before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're so sweet. My favorite moment with Kaylee is when she met Book. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. What was that? Um, for she, in the pilot. Yeah, she convinced him to get on the ship by yes. noticing that he was looking at ships, not destinations. Yeah. Ah, that's right. That's right. You're going to come with us. Yeah, I like that moment. That was a really good one. Yeah, it was. It was a good one. And then you're wondering what he offered her. And <laughs> you, you find out it's like a giant thing of strawberries. <laughs> Fruit isn't easy to come by in the outer rim areas. Yeah, especially, yeah, because like you said, they're going to the, they go to the outer rim a lot. Not a lot of fresh fruit. They do those like basically protein packs and canned and canned stuff a lot. Yeah. So that's I tough. always imagined that that box that book had, well, even though it looked like just a normal wooden box, it, it had technology in it because how do you keep strawberries fresh in a wooden box? They would turn black. Mm-hmm. Oh, they would go so quick. Now, that's that. me nerding out over a, a weird, a, a little thing in a show. Um, Michael, <laughs> who's your favorite character? You know what? It's probably not a shock, but it is Mal. Yeah. Oh no, I'm completely shocked. What are you talking about? The person that Michael wishes he could be. <laughs> <laughs> do you have reasons other than Anthony? Uh, my my reasons do stem a little bit more toward like a lot towards like how Anthony's is. Like cuz he is he's not your typical hero. He he does break the the hero mold a lot. He's he's an average guy. But like it, it kind of when he when he says when he's stabs atherton wing yeah, during the duel where he's like mercy's the mark of a great man stab i guess i'm just a good guy stab i'm all right yeah oh and also <laughs> not yeah. to mention not only does mal not follow the you know the typical hero arc like like archetype he also does it without going into i'm a moody brooding like anti-hero so he also doesn't fit the anti-hero archetype either he's <laughs> like neither one <laughs> Well, in some I, cases, he he plays off a veteran very well. He doesn't talk about the war a lot. He wants to be left alone. He wants to, he wants to be basically his own person, and it, it really shows. Like he he just he's some because he's somebody that wants freedom. He wants somebody who wants to take care of his and his own and fly where he wants to go. And I really, really like that because he, he just he's somebody he's based more on finding the freedom and not having to be under somebody's thumb. And that's why he that's why he stayed with he made him and Zoe stayed together, why they got serenity, why they started flying and started doing the, what they did, because it was all a form of freedom for him. And that was something I really, really liked. As far as side characters that aren't main characters. I think my favorites have to be up there either with early or with Yosef Bridge. Yeah. Yosef is cool. Who's Yosef Bridge, Anthony? I'm glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Yolanda Saffron Bridget, Mal's wife. Oh, okay. She she was really cool. And I'm not saying that just because she, she was good looking. She I actually really liked her character. I really character liked was early. I liked a character with that was deeply disturbed. And yet, very capable at his job. Am I a lion? I never thought of myself as a lion. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, are you a lion? Oh, I thought you... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets so creepy, too. That episode, you're just like, oh, you're a bad man. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, Jesus. There was a whole rape thing with him 
Wasn't and there? Kaylee. Yeah, him and Kaylee. Yeah. He, he like just out of the blue. He's like, you haven't been raped before? And I was like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Why? <laughs> I was like, you don't ask people that. <laughs> I think my favorite not main character is, uh, God, what's his name? Hold on. Uh, Badger. There we go. Badger. Badger. Mark Shepard. Oh, oh, Mark Shepard. Or, oh, that guy. Oh, oh it's oh, that-, that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he, uh, yeah. What what show do you remember him from? Oh, I don't know. What? Let me get my list out. Yeah. I know, right? I mean, he's in a lot of stuff, but he always does a really good job for sure. Yeah. And I think what I liked the most about him is he he, he positions himself as the honest honest guy there, like at the port and stuff. Like, no, I'm gonna yeah. totally on the level. <laughs> with everything so i don't know it's just that you know mm-hmm. it's like my, that bait and switch kind of character i guess yeah one of my favorite moments with that character is when river river talks to him in his dialect oh that oh was yeah good. that was good and he's like ah oh, it's nice to see somebody from uh what was it uh from the homestead and he's she's like no not really one of my favorite ones is when they're he's talking about getting the invite to the the ball. He's like, "Yeah, you gotta have a you gotta get you gotta use a diamond the size of your fist to get uh, the size of balls to get to get invite there." And I've got and I've had my hands on a couple, and they just like I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Invites." <laughs> oh, he was who good. Is, like, uh, go ahead. A, re- a related topic: Who is the best actor on the show? Oh. Summer Glau, because she made me really think she was nuts. I agree with you there. Anybody got any counterpoints? Is that the person that, that plays River? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. She was a good yeah. actress, yeah. You you completely believe she was, like, completely gone. Just out of her fucking nutter. Yeah, for sure. I But I have to disagree. She, she was not my favorite actor. I have to say uh, the guy that plays Jane. Oh, um. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Thank you. I call him. Oh, her. is he a Baldwin? Yeah. No. No, he's not. I thought his last name is Baldwin, but he's not related to them. I looked this up when he was on Chuck. Oh, you did? I thought he was. Yeah. I, I, I'd always heard the rumors that he was. No, he's not. Oh, well, shit. Well, that explains why he doesn't look like the rest of them. <laughs> but I, I really liked him. I, I, I just, he was so believable in what he did in the way that in the way that river made everybody think she was crazy he made everybody you know think that he was also like not completely there but in a way that was more you know you could relate on a human level yeah well he he also has some of the best one-liners aside from like like everybody had really good one-liners in that show but his i were were pretty good like when he's talking about trading the gun for Mal's wife, air quotes. Yeah, I think I um, he's a pretty good character actor, but I think Summer really did the best performance because I saw Adam Baldwin on uh, Chuck and you don't was- recognize him between his character, Casey on Chuck and Jane on Firefly. They look like two different actors playing the part. And usually that's a, a sign of a really good character actor. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he I agree. He is a very good character actor. He's I wish I could see him in more stuff because I think he is really good. I'd like to see him do more. He was yeah. really good on Castle. Yeah, he did. He did Castle. Um, he did one episode. Yeah, I, I thought he did two. 
I didn't watch any of no, Castle at all. I haven't seen Castle at all either. Well, I think I've seen a episode. That's Dude, it. he pokes a lot of fun at Firefly and Castle. Or did. Castle is a really good show It with a shitty ending. With an absolutely shitty ending. Because yeah. they, um, they were going to keep the show going. They announced that they were keeping the show going. They announced that they were renewing the show. And then they canceled it. So they had to reshoot the ending and they rushed this horrible ending and it ended up being a really bad send off to the show. Well, Aww. they were well because they were going to get rid of um, what's her name? Um, um, the, chick, the, the chick who plays Beckett. Um, that girl. Yeah. Well, they. <laughs> yeah, that girl. They were. No, Batgirl. Batgirl. She played Batgirl in the Arkham video games. Yeah, she did. Batgirl. They were going to get rid of her. Like she was leaving the show and they were going to keep going. And I think it was Nathan Fillion said like, we don't have a show without her. I'm not going to do it or something like that. And then they were like, okay, then we have to cancel. Yeah. I think, I think my thing with castle, um, the reason I have never watched it is because any show shows like that always end up with the two main characters in a romantic relationship. You're not wrong. And in as somebody that loves the X-Files probably more than I should, (laughs) it's kind of hypocritical but i think it's been played Mm. out yeah but that one worked yeah it's just it's been played out and so anytime i see like like um like the whole reason i don't like um the american version of sherlock which i can't remember what it's called now elementary elementary is because they made a female watson and I know that I should be like, yay, a girl and a guy role, but I'm not because but you're worried about where they're going. Exactly. They're they're going to I feel like it's going to go to that place that that you can't go when you have both Sherlock and Watson as males. Well, I mean, I guess you could. But like, yeah, it's just instead of that friendship, like you're always expecting that relationship. And so when I saw the the commercials for Castle, I was like. No. Well, and besides, that, like every every time Nathan Fillion is like in a lead role, some like all the girls are swooning over him. So, well, that sometimes I feel as a, I I could see how like someone might see that a little bit as like pandering, like ooh look we replace his role with a girl role, but then like when you look at the character, it's like yeah, but she's not very fully developed, and they didn't really like do a whole lot of like anything interesting with the writing. So it's like you're just kind of like just like look we did this thing with a girl. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't do anything useful with her, so she's not a yeah. very great character. So I would have rather you've written a good male character than a somewhat okay girl character, so you could pander to women. Well, that's exactly. why I like I agree. the the sorry, but that's why I like the females in Fireflies because I felt like they were very fleshed out and very well used. Uh, they all stood on their own feet in their own rights, and I and that's why I really liked all the female characters for the show. Speaking yeah. of female characters taking notoriously male roles, let's go on a really quick tangent. <gasps> female doctor, everybody. Woo! No. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> we're at 57. No. We're at 57 minutes. <laughs> let's, just all, let's all just say yay and move yay. on. Hold on to this till next week because we don't have a topic for next week. And we'll just say okay. we're all happy about the female doctor. Okay. And yeah. let's go on to favorite episode. favorite episode you know i'm sorry y'all i know you're all pumped up and you want to talk about it but this is neither the time or the place (laughs) it it actually is the place but it's not the time (laughs) so favorite episodes michael you go first 
What? Really? No, I'm... not really. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Anthony, what's your favorite episode? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, man. So hard. She said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I sorry. Let's get me going to somebody else. I have to think. Oh, there's so many good ones. Can I Erica? please go? <laughs> I, I don't know what it's been so long since I watched it. Like if I was going to pull out specific episodes um, and I get it mixed up with the movie. So <laughs> like it all runs together in like a story for me. Uh, we don't prepare anything for this podcast, folks. That's not <laughs> true. I didn't have time. I normally watch things that we're going to talk about if I haven't seen them in a long time. But I know I, we're on Skype, but I'm raising you. my hand. Well, uh, go, Michael. Before we get to Michael, <laughs> give it. let me share mine. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I have to say my favorite episode has to be Out of Gas. Oh, that is a good episode. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, oh. Oh. honestly. Oof. Oh, man, I should have said that now. Okay, go on, go on, Brian. Out of Gas is the eighth episode of the show. Um, uh, it has a whole. Episode. It has a Did whole different feel. Original run. Yeah, it has a whole different feel from the rest of the of the show because it's Mal struggling to figure out what's going on in the ship that's losing oxygen while he's flashing back to how he met the crew. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was a good episode. And that's the episode where we see Kylie getting drilled underneath the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that's I all of our favorite episode. Like if ever see one of us is like, yep, that one. No, well, no. OK, I just remembered what I wanted to say. So I don't know what episode it is. I'm sure Brian can tell me. But the episode where uh, Kaylee wears like that dress and goes to that party. Shindig. And then she gets made. Shindig, is that it? Yep. I, I like that one. Noam was talking no. to you, Michael. Shut the fuck up. It's Shindig, Erica. Thank you. <laughs> Shindig. <laughs> so, you know, I know Michael's chomping at the bit. So, Anthony, have you thought of one yet? I, I did. Like I said, running out of gas. I, I, I agree, actually. That's I did like that. I do. Because, I mean, it was just, it took such a dark, dramatic turn as opposed to the other episodes. And the being able to see how they met everyone, how he met everyone was really interesting because they gave you the, if I gave you that backstory as to like, okay, why are all these people connected? I get why some of them are connected, but I mean, there are some people that's like, what is, how is Jane part of this book? Where did he come from? And yeah, he was, I'll pay you more. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And you get your own bunk. I'll pay you more. Get your own bunk. And he's just like, Jane, what are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> he first a gun. I'm like, I'm listening to the man. So Jane's <laughs> down was also another fun one, too, though. That was really funny. The hero of so, Canton. Oh so God. we've all sh- we've all shared our favorite episodes. And with that, we're out of time. <laughs> yep, bye, so, everyone. No, I didn't get to share what about that episode was my favorite. Oh, I wasn't picking on you. I was picking on Michael. Feel free. Yeah. You can have all the time you want, Erica. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I think my favorite part <laughs> of Shindig, and the reason it is my favorite, isn't just because Kaylee gets to be like the center of an episode, which I thought was really cool, but because Mal punches that guy in the face for insulting uh Inara. Inara. Yeah, sorry. Uh, who is actually my least favorite character, by the way. But 
And then he punches that guy in the face for insulting her. And he and she was all like, but you always insult me. And he's like, yeah, but he insulted you or whatever. Not your profession. He, I oh, thought that um, was great. He called above. You call me a whore all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I may not respect what you do, but he doesn't respect you. Exactly. And I thought that was really, really neat because it like it separated her as a person from the her, her profession. Yeah, her profession. Yeah. And I and I really like that part. OK. Can I say I like the episode that didn't ever air and it was and Mal talked about it in one of the interviews and I was like, oh, that was a, that would have been cool. Sure. What was that? Um, you didn't. Uh, so I think it was like the ten year reunion, and they were asking all the cast members like different things, and they asked Mal something, and he was talking about this episode that he that he thought of that they that he brought up that he wanted to see created, and it was one where like a re- reavers attack the ship, and it gets taken over, and um, companions have. I guess they have like a drug in them that if they're raped, the rapist dies. And so they come onto the ship to, to see what happens. And all they do is they just see her just surrounded by a bunch of dead reavers. And then Mal picks her up and just takes her out to a nice dinner. Wow. Damn. Wow. I was like, that would have been a really cool episode. I think there's something really dark and twisted about Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would really have loved to seen that. <laughs> I, I, I to, no, I'm not like not I see, but no, she got rid of all those guys and then killed them. That's not the. Oh my! It's, it's really, a tragic, it's wonderful ridiculous. thing. It would have been a cool episode to see. I agree completely. I'm only picking on you. <laughs> it would have been cool to see the episode. Anthony left. He's offended. Aww. Sound like a bad person. <laughs> You're not a bad person. You're not a bad person. Not a bad person. No, it's a, okay. It's a very cool <laughs> idea. It is. I, as as a woman, again, probably just the female perspective. Anytime like rape comes up, and and I I'm not a guy, so I don't know how it relates to you guys. But like anytime that gets brought up, and it's like something that you joke about. That is like a real fear for women, like on a daily basis. And I don't think people understand that. So sometimes when those things pop up, it it's like, yeah, I can see where that could be hilarious, but I can also see where that's also terrifying. So. Oh, I don't find that as hilarious. I think it would have been a very awesome, dramatic episode and like not like, oh, that's funny. No. in like, a wow, that's really sad. Yeah, I think anybody yeah, okay. if anybody cracked up laughing at that idea that that would have been that would have been a person you want to avoid. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like oh, we're going to not hang out with that person. So with all that being said, we're out of time. So if you want to okay. reach us, folks, you can reach us at I'm kidding, Michael. Go ahead. What's your favorite episode? <laughs> 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 hey, he's offended. Well, my daughter says hi, first of all. Hi. Hi. They say hi. hi. So mine, mine's actually a tie between Shindig and our Mrs. Reynolds. And I think I'm going to go because you picked Shindig for years, Erica. I am going to go ahead and break the tie myself with our Mrs. Reynolds because that actually is a really fun episode because of how much shit they give him. And it has one of my favorite Jane lines. What's that? So he walks up to me, goes, a group of men came after me once. The very best of them had one of these. And he holds up a gun. He's like, he explains what it is. I can't remember all the explanation. He, he's like, okay. I call her Vera. She's my very favorite gun. And he holds it out and he goes, 
You're offering me a trade? Hmm. Trade? Hell, you're I'm, you're getting a steal. It, it was so good. And then that was, honestly, for me, the first time you actually really noticed that Anara actually does care about Mal. Because when she thinks he's dead, she kisses him. And then the drug kicks in. Oh, yeah. You stupid son of a... <laughs> and she I got out. hit on the head, and us is all I remember. Yeah. <sighs> what about Anara? I fell and hit my head. <laughs> or no, not I hit my head. Uh, yeah, she was hitting the head, which was good. And the episode for me was really good and had a lot of nice lines. Plus, it just showed um, Mal uh, like kind of trying to be more upright, but in a more like he's like tr- showing himself to be like an upright scoundrel. Like, yeah, we just killed people and we're normally smugglers, but I'm not going to take advantage of you. I like that episode a lot. I like the return of Yosef Bridge better. But I'm a come... sucker for a heist episode. Yeah, because that was the episode Trash. And that was a really, really good episode. Because you also get a little bit more of her honest backstory. Yeah, and you get Mal left naked in the desert, which... Which was hilarious. Yeah. It was the best. He's, but he's not mad about it because he still screws her over. Our, um, what's nerdy with you went a little bit too long this time, so we don't have a whole lot of time to talk more about Firefly, which leaves us room to talk about it again in a future episode. We can talk about this game because we still need to talk about, like, because they've done games, they've done comics, Michael, they've Michael, done Michael. movie. We're, we're, he just said we're going to do another episode. Like, breathe, buddy. I know. <laughs> I think what Erica is trying to say is shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> Really are going for the record today. Yeah, that being said, that record. That being said, I like talking about Firefly. Brian, you know what to do. What I know to do is today for movies explained badly to Anthony. Michael is going to explain Saving Private Ryan. So, are you ready, Anthony? I think so. So, Saving Private Ryan is basically about this army unit led by Forrest Gump, and he's got um, Dom from Fast and Furious in there. Apparently, he used to be in the army, and it's all about how. They have to this group, this group has to go find Jason Bourne and bring him home because all his brothers were killed in uh, like Normandy and other battles. And they have to go find him. And as they're going through, they slowly start getting picked off one by one. And as they're no, not at all. And at one point you see cows that, you know, were shot by machine guns as they're dead. Their medic gets picked off. And I need somebody to take over. <laughs> um, they um, they save Jason Bourne and everybody else dies. Yep. Yeah, that's that's Jason yeah. Bourne and everyone else dies. Yeah. Yes. The, um, it, it's actually the it's it's a prequel to um, to um, Interstellar where the descendants of the of the people from Saving Private Ryan go to save um, the descendant of Matt Damon's character. Um, on a plane and then that's a prequel to the martian matt damon (laughs) (laughs) oh they have to go save mark mark watney in world war ii and whenever they save mark watney he's like screw this i'm gonna become a botanist astronaut (laughs) it's also in the same universe as inglorious bastards because they're both based in world war ii yeah so (laughs) so although the apache is sitting there scalping nazis you have forrest gump trying to make his way through Germany to save Jason Bourne. Tell, and surprisingly, he doesn't tell anybody the life is life like a box of chocolates. His hand just shakes a lot. He does make a sticky bomb, though, and that's pretty cool. Which was- I mean, I know I should see Saving Private Ryan because I hear everyone say like the most like 
best things about it. And I, did I didn't see, like it. I didn't I like did it. See the first scene, really? Wow, you I don't like war people, movies. You guys are the only people I've heard to actually say bad things about it. I don't. I don't also like war movies at all. And I always see them. Yeah, I always get roped into seeing them too. I don't know. I think a movie like I saw Inglorious Bastards because I wanted to, but that's because it was going to be funny, and I knew it was going to be funny. There's just there's just something about it. It's just like there's enough negative, horrible stuff happening in the world. I don't need to rewatch it from some other place. I no. thought of a western I liked, by the way, Michael. Michael's, Michael? Michael's attending children. I thought of a western I liked. What? Um, Django Unchained. Does that count as a western? I think it's a, a southern. It's a. Yeah. It's technically called a southern, but it goes along the lines of a western. Because that crazy. movie, I agree. That movie was amazing. I yeah, that it. was an amazing movie. That movie was amazing. Loved it. So All right. So, um, anything got anybody got anything interesting coming up? Just uh, actually, we do. We're doing karaoke tonight, and then we got we, paintball coming up. And we are all the hosts of Nerd Podcast Radio going out to do karaoke tonight. I am not. You're an occasional co-host. <laughs> that was a nice way of putting that. Actually, you're like, no, the host, not the occasional host. <laughs> well, that was really cold, Brian. It was. It was pretty mean. Shut the fuck up, Mike. All right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I would go if I could because I love karaoke. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> karaoke, okie dokie. Karaoke. Karaoke. Empty orchestra. <laughs> karaoke. So, Brian, if they want to get a hold of us, if you would like to reach us, you can reach us at our email addresses brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, anthony at com. Make sure you spell that right. Yep. Or yeah. you can reach us on Twitter at Super Vegan Brian, at Nerdcaster Mike, at Nerdcast Radio. Erica's contact information is the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook group. If you want to reach her, reference Kersey Smurf Erica. She will get back to you. If you listen to us, please leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. We are available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. A million other ones that I find out about all the time. So please leave nerd us podca- a review. Uh, not Nerd Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic uh, compile app. We are on pins and needles looking for reviews. I think we have three. Only we three? Need more. <laughs> yeah. But lots of people listen. We have a crap ton of reviews on Facebook. So thank you, everyone who has reviewed us on Facebook. That yeah, does Facebook matter. Those are great. And feel free to leave reviews on Facebook because I know the other podcasting platforms do not make it easy to leave reviews. Facebook does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're on a computer, iTunes reviews suck to get to. Um, Stitcher reviews suck to get to. Well, it's like um, Heather reviewed us on Stitcher and she accidentally marked us four stars and they don't have a way to change it. Oh, that's kind of she even She even messaged them and they never got back to her. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have I like Stitcher Premium. Anytime I have to message them, they get back to me like right away. See, that's why they didn't get t- back to her because they have a premium service. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, you want to talk to Probably us? Get the premium service. So we talked about Firefly today. Michael, sum us up. We talked about Firefly today. It was amazing, beautiful, great. I got told to shut the fuck up a lot. But that's Podcast's I'm... not over. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
But it's it's also because I am a massive fanatic and I Brian's right. I was chomping at the bit to talk about this. I had a lot of fun talking today, uh, talking about characters, episodes, things about the show. Like we said, you know, there's a lot of content left that we weren't able to get to. So we'll we'll get to it in another episode. I I know it as as I always do. But thank you, everybody, for listening and showing us support. I've been your host, Special Mikey. Along with me was Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, everyone. Super Vegan Brian. He's dead. Yum, Brian. Goodbye, died. nurse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And our new occasional co-host, who I hope is more you know, more regular than occasional, Cursey Smurf Erica. Bye-bye. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> yeah, cut him off. Michael. <laughs> yeah, cut me off. Let's go. Thank you.